Thank you for listening to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Pod with Lane Shaw and Logan Carnell, a couple of uh, good friends of mine, checking up with those guys as the Supercross season winds down. Carnell's great. He's just uh, he's a beauty. Uh, thank you to uh, FXR Racing, whether it's Enzo Lopes or Phil Nicoletti. Uh, Brock Tickle's wearing it, too, testing for Kawasaki. Uh, lots of privateers running FXR, FXR Racing. Please check them out. Use the code PulpMX30 to save at FXRRacing.com. And uh, they make, man, they make, listen, they make fishing stuff, which I just found out. They make moto stuff. Snowmobile, of course, is where they made their, their name. Uh, and uh, casual wear. And uh, flip flops and jack—I mean, all of it. Check out fxrracing.com. See all the things that they have. Their gear stands out each and every week on the track. We've seen that easy, easily enough. So thank you to the folks at FXR Racing for coming on board. Race Tech as well. Show your bike some love, please, please. Uh, use the code Pulp Pulp to uh, Pulp Twenty Three to save with Race Tech. Tell them you, lose, you you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a discount. Get your right springs. Get your bushings, seals changed, fresh oil, make your bike work better. Uh, all of that from the folks at Racetech. they got service centers all across America as well. So please uh, check it out, Racetech.com. Show your bike some love. It'll show you some love. All right, we'll tell you more about Seat Concepts, Roost, Zools, Namira, Maxis, Firepower later on in the show. But uh, first up, it's Lane Shaw, then it's Carnell. Thank you for listening to FXR Racing, Racetech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast. All right, first up on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast is uh, a guy I've talked to before, and uh, he's moving up to two 450s this year. We've been grinding away, and uh, yeah, looking forward to talking to Lane Shaw. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, uh, Steve? Just uh, sitting here in beautiful Texas before we head out to uh, uh, hot Atlanta. Yeah, really. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the um, Speedway? Man, I went last year. Um, I loved it. I love the speedway. I thought it was super cool. Uh, like a low key Daytona mm-hmm. super. Um, the dirt was a lot better than Daytona. So I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm more of the traditional supercross guy. I like kind of the tighter tracks, but it was good last year. So just want to carry that momentum and see if we can get in uh, my first main this weekend. I would think as a racer, um, I would think it was a racer that maybe you would enjoy the speedway because it's like, you know, a longer lap and, and it's just more variety. Um, after, you know, riding 48-second lap time tracks? Like, I don't know, but maybe not, you know. Well, last year they had those big – I mean, before they tamed all the jumps down, I was like, holy crap. They were like, <laughs> we got a long – these jumps are pretty big, and we're really going to be like, everyone's going to be kind of close. But it's kind of cool because it kind of separates it a little bit. Um, like the longer straightaways and the jumps. It, it's kind of cool just to change it up. So I'm enjoying them more, but I like this one more because the dirt's a little bit better than – I would have to say than Daytona because Daytona just feels like sand. Mm-hmm. And with your suspension, I always feel like I'm just kind of fighting. But I don't know. On the 450 this year, I, I kind of liked all the track. These, really. I mean, so these ones are, are, are kind of cool because we get to open it up a little bit more. Before we get too far into this, too, by the way, it uh, looks like you're going to be a lock for the Yamaha LCQ race in Denver on Friday. So you can make yourself some money uh, that way. So congrats on that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for putting it on. Um, honestly, that was kind of a, a deciding factor this year before, like, picking what I was going to do. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. It, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it really was. Um, like, last year, I didn't get into the race. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to, but I didn't get into it. Like, I was there to watch, and it was just pretty awesome. And then this year, like, I love my, my, my whole support system. My mom and dad, my dad is just like, hey, you know, like, it's kind of that year, like, you need to kind of start figuring it out a little bit more on your own. Like, we're still going to help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 
you know, we don't have as much to give you like we've always had, you know, like I think it's time you need to step up. So mm -hmm. like, I've never really been a 450 guy. So this year I was like, well, I can get two 450s and instead of spending four or five grand on a motor, I can get ignition and a pipe and yep. kind of make it a little bit farther. So everyone like in my corner was like, you ride a 450 better, you know, you need to kind of do this. And then right at the end, they're like, well, I mean, if you get into the pulp race, you know, the more races you do, maybe <laughs> you have a chance to kind of, kind of help yourself a little bit, you know, yeah. in the longer run. So that was kind of a, it was a big deciding factor when we went to the 450. Nice. Okay. Well, good to hear. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to get some money going. I, it's not going to make it to the amount that it was last year. I don't think because once, once we had that cancellation in Denver, then that next week before uh, Salt Lake, the money poured in, but we're, we're, we're working on it. So, um, yeah, should be, should be, should be good. It's awesome that you do it for us. Like it really is super cool. Um, it helps us so much, you know, like, like I went 450 this year and I had planned on maybe making seven or eight, but I mm -hmm. said, I'll go 450 and I'll have, I'll do everything how I want it. I'll right. make, I'll make it fun. We'll go in the van. We'll just go and whatever we, how many we make it to, we make it to. And at the end of the year, right now, I'm going to make it to 15 of the 17 races. I get to do your race. Like, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a, it's been a ride and it's been awesome. So, yeah, I want to talk to you about that. What do you notice about the 450 class being different? Like what off the top of your head, you've been a 250 guy for a long time. I think you did a couple 450s, but on your 250 before, right? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Just, just in the class. Yeah. Kind of so what's your takeaways from racing 450s all year long compared to 250s? I think I've honestly being in a 450 class, I feel like I'm a better test rider now. <laughs> okay. like, I can't like I have to you have to it's so much more on like bike setup. Where like 250, if something wasn't working right suspension wise, you could kind of ride it. Mm -hmm. Like the first, whole first half of the season, like I thought the bike was good, and then I went to the first races and I was like, I can't turn this thing, like I don't know what I'm doing out here. So <laughs> Like, honestly, bike setup was a big thing. So I feel like, honestly, I've been learning every race, mm -hmm. learning something new and, like, having to be kind of on your game. And then, honestly, just, I mean, the riders, like, it's just a different, it's just different being on the 450. They're not trying to kill you, for one, right? No, they're not trying to kill you. But, man, I didn't notice how much, like, I mean, I'm not saying that 250 class is easy. Yep. Or any, by any means. But, like, 450 class is just different. Like, it's tough. Like, everyone, like, like, if you don't get a good start in LCQ or you don't get a good start, like, you're just going to stay there. You're not passing these people. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it is it is tough, right? Because it, it feels like on a 450, like, you have more power than to do anything you want, but you kind of have to, you know, restrain yourself a little bit, and then everybody can do everything. Yeah, but then it's, it's also the biggest thing I noticed was the tracks are so beat up. Yeah. Like, for qualifying. Yep. So you – like you have a setting you start the year with, but then you're trying to like slow everything down and soften it up. Cause by the time I get out there, I'm like, Holy crap, dude, I got to find these ruts. I'm cutting down, but it's, it's made it more fun because I feel like it's more technical. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Right. Um, yeah, you are in, uh, have you been in C group yet? 450 C group? For the uh, a one, a one, I was C group, which was not oh. the greatest, but we made it work. Okay. Other than I yep. Yeah, C group there, and then this past weekend, since I didn't do Seattle, they put me in C group. Oh, the tracks are so bad, so bad for you guys. <laughs> it's but it really wasn't that bad this past weekend. There yeah, eight of us true. on that big track. I yep. didn't even see anybody. Yeah, I was just like, okay, cool. I got my own practice, but yeah, they're not like Indy was pretty. Mm -hmm. That was a big eye opener for 452 because I love Indy, 
And, like, I've always had good luck there. Like, I've won an LCQ. I've gotten 12th there before in the 250 class. Mm -hmm. I went there this year, and I'm like, holy crap, hitting the triples is not fun. No. No, that's a little scary. <laughs> I feel like, like I obviously, I watched you all year long here and there. You know, I'd be lying if I said I was absolutely watching every lap of yours or anything like that. But, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it does seem that you are hitting the deck a little more this year on a 450 than you did on a 250. Am, am I correct in that, or do you feel it's been no, about the same? No, uh, I've actually been. I've been pretty well this year, knock on wood. Okay, um, okay. You know, I had my one where I had that good start in LCQ, which I feel like I blew on that one, but, you know, it just happens in the yep. in Indy. Uh, A1, I had, I had like three or four in practice, but I kind of just blunt. The track was so tough, and you're, I was, you know, it was A1. I was antsed up. I've never been to – I've never done the West Coast, so I was kind of mm -hmm. antsy. <laughs> um Nothing really major, just kind of okay. minor falls, really. So well, it's yeah. been a very great season. Like I don't that. mean big ones. I just mean I see you on the ground a little more, like fall, even little ones, you know. Just, uh, But maybe I'm just noticing it more because of 450 class or something or whatever, you know. Or the so. one time you are watching me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, and you're <laughs> don't going, watch me, Steve. And you're going for a wild ride or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what's what's it been like driving to them and hanging out and, and doing full privateer life and, like you said, doing more races than you've ever done? Uh, have you been enjoying that process, or does it get lonely, or how how is it? No, it's it's been it's been such a blessing to be honest. It's been everything I needed. Like I flew to the races last year, mm -hmm. you know, and it was cool. It, you're just in and out, and it, it's not a very bad thing. And then I just wanted something different. Like I wanted I I sold my place in Florida this past year. I came back home to Texas. I moved up to the 450 class. And I just wanted to make it my own. Like I wanted, to, if I did something, if I did six races, I wanted my name to be on the bike for six races. You know, mm -hmm. like wanted it to be my own. And it's been awesome going like on the race to the races. Like when I went to California, Tevin Tapia um, let me stay with him for the month. Him okay. and his family. Yeah, that was great. That allowed me to stay there. Um, when I came back here back to east we came home to houston which was right here in my home my home race and then i went back to florida but since i sold my place there i stayed with like friends and uh family like people that i like got to see the five years i was there and uh we like i hit spots i've never got to hit like i went to i got to ride at different places went and just hung out at different places and got to experience what it was kind of like to be that these races are going the road it's been been amazing to be honest with you yeah that's good right it's a whole like like you said like you're staying with tapia and you're meeting new people and you're riding in california and living there and yeah man it's like adding to life experience right yeah but it's made i think it's made me happier and then it's made my racing better like i might ride less during the week but like when i come to the races i'm just pumped to be there like i'm in my van i got a tent and like i might be at the back 40 but like i'm so pumped like right. I did it. I put the money where my mouth was. I made it to the race. It was everything I wanted. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's 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 um it's not easy, but it is a rewarding life in some way. I was a mechanic for a couple of yep. privateers that did really well. They flew into the races, but I was driving the van doing the work and I really felt like yeah, like I'm I'm really I really felt a sense of self, of satisfaction of doing it on my own. Obviously the rider was doing it, but on the mechanic end of things, I felt a, a really uh, sense of good self worth. Yes, uh, it's just it's just rad. Like when you get there and like, I'm like proud. It's like a different feeling, you know. Like instead of going and getting a rental car and 
getting there. Like, I'm proud I was here. You know, mm-hmm. like, I drove all night. Like, I got it. Like, I'm here. <laughs> like, as if I don't make the mains, Steve, mm-hmm. like, I can't, it's hard for me to watch them. Like, I, I leave. Do you before really? The main, yeah. Well, yeah. 450 mains over. Like, before it even starts, I'm usually on the road back to wherever I need to go. No way. I've really? I've a couple of them. Yeah. yeah, it's just something like in my, in like, I, if I'm not in it, like, I'll watch it when I get home or I'll watch it and study it the next day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm out. Like, I'm trying to get away from the crowd. I don't want to, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm already kind of frustrated, but. Sure. It's been amazing. Like, uh, we went on the road to Tampa, and I, me and my, I have a mechanic named Brennan. I have a couple people that have been helping me. My main dude that's been on the road with me and helping me is named Brennan. He's an awesome kid. Uh-huh. Met him in California. Didn't know who he was. And he lived an hour from me here in Texas. And we're like, what? <laughs> so, so, like, he's come on. And then I had, uh, Another guy, Ryan Tosta, that worked for uh, Moto Concepts, they parted ways. And he's, he comes to any race. So, like, I have, like, the great helping hand of people this year that really helped me to get where I needed to be. And me and Brennan, I hit the road, and we had no destination, no plans, mm-hmm. nothing. And, like, we just kind of fell into – rode an MTF one day, went to a lightning uh, hockey game. Yeah. Like, we went to – which. Uh, Wiki watchy and like swam with manatees one day like anything like anything and everything we've just been doing and it's been amazing oh that's good yeah see you're 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 taking advantage of all this how old are you by the way lane i'm 26 yeah exactly so yeah you got but i didn't i didn't start riding until i was 13 and racing at 15 right so no I i've been that. racing pros six years now and i feel like a rookie so <laughs> i mean i am a rookie to 450 but i really feel like it's just learning and more and more every year but this year has been so eye-opening in so many different ways for me you mentioned selling your place in florida uh what was behind that i had an rv at a 55 and up resort in florida (laughs) that was at snowbird resort uh shout out to traveler's rest for having me for those five years it was honestly amazing uh i had like the best neighbors uh and just great people in there they all love me so it was really cool really homey but I just found myself the five years, like, I'd be going the same place to eat. You know, like, I'd be going the same, like, I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, I yeah. kind of felt like I was stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. And I was getting, I had years where I had really good results, and the next year was, like, kind of subpar. So it was, like, nothing was really changing. And I was just kind of like, man, I'm, I'm away from my grandparents and my family. Uh, my grandpa had liver transplant surgery a couple years ago, so I really kind of haven't really got to see them very much. And just needed that change. Mm-hmm. made the change i got to see my friends like on the weekends like if i ride supercross during the week i come home they're at the local track i wouldn't be able to see them like it was just great like i mean i forgot how cold it was in texas during the winter like during january and stuff and right. not during january but like november and yeah. december i was riding a lot of days when it was 30 degrees but they mm-hmm. made it all worth it <laughs> nice <laughs> Nice. That's good to hear. What uh, Lane Shaw, by the way, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. I want to thank the folks at Namira Pistons, of course. They've got the Namira Speed Crew out there for over 20 years. Namira has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your 80s bike, rebuilding your 450 motor for A1, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them on Instagram uh, for some giveaways. District, shout out to District 23. That's what these guys are from. Follow Namira Invictus Speed Crew this Supercross season as well. And thank you to the folks at Max's Tires. A-Ray, putting Max's Tires in main event this year and last year. Uh, MXSTs are great tires developed by Jeremy McGrath. Really good mountain bike tires. 
the Maxis Minion is the ones that I use out here. Maxis.com for more information on that. Thank you. Thanks to those guys for supporting us. NFXR and Race Tech, of course, as well. Um, what has been your best race this year, Lane, in your eyes? Oh, I've had a couple. It's really weird. I've had a lot of, like, hot and – I wouldn't say hot and cold, but I've had, like, heat races where I was running 11th or running 10th and, like, got 11th or got 12th, mm-hmm. but I was right there in the hunt. Uh, I've had uh, – I've gotten 8th in a couple heat races – or LCQs, but, like, I was running 4th or 5th for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been – like, Daytona was really good for me. Like, I had a good heat race. I didn't have a very good LCQ because I didn't get a good start. Uh, Tampa was good. I had a really good heat race going and then kind of fell in the sand, but like just tipped over in the sand and then I didn't have a good L- like LCQ, but there's been flashes of greatness. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like yep. all season, like I'll qualify, like my qualifying, my riding's been good. Like my heat races, I get like 10th or 11th, but like I come off the track and I'm like, dude, like I was right behind Justin Hill or like I was right behind these dudes. So like my, like my elevation of riding has been better. Mm-hmm. I just haven't got into a main event. So it's like yep. a funky stage, I would say, because like, you know, it's, you know, performance based, but like all year I've been, I feel like I've been doing better and every weekend's been better. But you didn't give me a race. I need a uh, race. What'd a1 you... was sick. Okay. A1 was really cool. I was really there on it in A1. I had, it. I was in third and fourth. Um, yeah. A1 for sure. Okay. Like that was, it was first weekend. I had so many like phone calls and texts, like it was it was really cool. And which yeah. race did you uh, do you want to not think about? Which one was your worst one this year so far? Uh, probably uh, San Indy? Diego. Oh, I, San Diego. I qualified. I qualified forty first. Oh, really? I had a good race at A one, and then we had the rain. Yeah. And then we went to San Diego, and then qualified forty first. But I just couldn't like. I just take it as a mulligan on that one because I would. I couldn't get the bike to turn. Okay. Like I was still trying to figure it out. And I just had a, I had a day. I was not going to ask you if you didn't make it. I assumed you made every night show. So yeah, just yeah. one. Yeah. It was not great. I no. can't just use my mole again. I don't like to even say it. Yeah. Honest, you're, but, you're well, definitely, it you're definitely better than that. That's for sure. Um, yes, yeah, sir. It was, it was not a great week, but mm-hmm. I, I think I needed it to kind of like get me back on track and to get me more motivated. Than ever. Yep. Um, I don't worry about the dog barking. We got dogs on our side too. Um, so you, you've, you've done well in 250 class. You've raced for a number of years. You raced a little bit of 450s on your 250s and you're a little older guy to be 26, but like for 450s, like, are you, are you intimidated at all a little bit from some of these Jersey names? Like, do you get, do you get a little like, Oh shit. Like, like McElrath, for example, who isn't intimidated, but Shane was telling me like, Dude, getting lapped is weird, and I gotta get used to it. I've never happened before, and I don't quite know what to do. And you know, so even guys like that have things that they uh, knock them out of their 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 rhythm. Let's say. So for you, like, do you get some of that with some of these guys racing against these dudes? So it's funny because I was gonna tell you, like, like at a one, <laughs> like, like I always see, like even A Ray. Like mm-hmm. I look at A Ray, and he's not on the factory team, but like A Ray rips. Right. And I like you see him at the practice track, and they just look like they're ripping. <laughs> like I didn't know where I stood. So yeah, like this yeah. year, I've been just trying to find a place of where I am. But after A one, like when I I did good, and like I was running in the third and fourth and LCQ and stuff, I was like, holy crap! Like maybe I am right here. Yeah. 
maybe I'm not right here, but like, it is different. <laughs> like when I'm like right behind, like in Tampa, I was right behind Justin, Justin Hill for ninth and I was 10th and I ran most of the heat race right there. I was like, holy crap. Like he's a champion. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a little bit different. Like when I'm in the LCQs at the triple crowns, and like Kyle Chisholm's in it, Josh Hill's in there. You're yeah. Like, Holy crap. Like, all right, well, I need to get in front of these dudes because we're going to be fighting for a couple spots. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, again, like it's a different, it's yeah. different feel. Like I, I honestly, like I'm still trying to learn it. So mm-hmm. I kind of just like, okay, we're kind of wherever. I don't want to think about it like that, but it is different. Like when I look at, sometimes I look at my heat race, I'm like, damn, I'm in the stacked one. But then I look at the other one. I'm like, well, okay, well, I get, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, well, we're looking at Pulp Mex Fantasy. That's the stuff that we look at too, right? We're like, holy, look at this heat compared to this heat, right? So, yep. yeah, there is. But then it's crazy too because, like, I'm not trying to throw any, like, dude, Josh Cartwright, like, a Texas dude, I, we, I rode with him. I rode with him, Grant, uh, Henry Miller, everybody this off season, And I'm not going to say that I was, like, super far off those guys, mm-hmm. but, like, they're ripping. But then, like, you watch Grant this weekend. I think he got 11th in one of the races. I'm like, holy crap. You know, like, yeah. you, you – now, it's not saying I wouldn't expect it, but, like, man, him and Grant and Josh, they, like, they turned it on. No, for sure. Well, that brings me to my next question. Like, you're part of this group because I've talked to Harlan and I've talked to, to Cartwright. You're part of this group that kind of rides together a lot, right? Are you still doing that? Uh, So, they kind of got a little bit better of a program. I'm not – you know, I'm not – You're a little further mind, away? I, okay. I'm farther away, but I've been on the road. Like, I feel like they, they've been flying in, yeah. which, you know, they've been doing good, so it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I, I wanted to be on the road and kind of do it and to, to change it. So I haven't been home. I rode with them a bunch before the season, but okay. since season started, yep. it's been hard. And then they'll be like, hey, like, come up. I'll be home for a day, but I got to drive four hours one way or five hours one way to ride. I'm like, yeah, guys, I don't know. Like, I might just do press day if I can get into press. <laughs> yeah, look, I've been kind of tired it, a little bit now. These races are getting a little farther apart. Sure, that's been a that's been a different grind. Like John Short and Cartwright and Harlan and you, um, Bubba. I'm sure I'm missing some guys. Like you guys were kind of elevating yourselves a little bit there in Texas, tucked away. I'm I'm kind of finding out more about this uh, this 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 riding uh, preseason riding that you guys were doing. And it looked like it worked. Like John short came out in Anaheim and, and made the first two mains and rode really well. He, he's been up and down yep. since then. And Cartwright's been crushing it all year. Harlan's been crushing it all year. Like whatever, whatever you guys were doing is really working. That's what I was kind of pumped to come home to because like, I felt like that was my crew kind of because being a Texas kid and being everyone in Texas. And then I was running, not running away, but I was going to Florida so I was like trying to get in the Florida group, and then when I came back here, it took me a second to kind of get back in the group. But then once I was in the group, I was in it. So mm-hmm. that was it was really cool. And then like to see them like what they're doing right now, I'm like, okay, cool. Like kind of know where they're at and what they're you know where they're going and where they're riding at. Right. You still talk to Red Dog at all? Every time I see him. Okay. Yeah. Every time I see him, uh, like I saw him in Dallas for futures, and mm-hmm. me and him like talk for thirty minutes. Okay. Good. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, he st- I still follow him and stuff on Instagram. He and it, me and Evan talk. Like Evan came to A one and like yep. made him Snapchat. Like everything's been really good. So good. Um, they they're on. I think they're in Georgia now, right? Yeah, they moved to Georgia, which I didn't know. Yeah, he but, he kept it from me, and 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 yeah, I, I was really upset at that. So yeah, so it's been it's been cool. Like it's cool to see them now and to kind of be able to talk and just 
talk about life. Right. When you're with someone for a long time and you kind of part ways, mm-hmm. but like every time we see him, it's it's amazing. What uh, what do you what is your plans for uh, the summer? What do you want to do, Lane? I haven't even thought that far to be quite honest. <laughs> okay, all like, right. I have, but I'm trying to put everything I have into these next five races. Like my main goal is I want to get, I want to get myself in one of these mains. I know once I get it, I can, I want to be able to start figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Because I keep knocking at the door, I'm right there. Yep. But not getting in there. Like I want to bust down those walls and get in there. Yeah. So. Um, main focus is these next five races, put everything we have every time, you know, it's mm-hmm. how I ride and how I live, everything I have into them. Um, what really helped me last summer was like after the season, I didn't have the best season last year, kind of struggled mm-hmm. with some stuff. I had to get away from the riding for a minute. I just kind of felt like a robot. Yeah. So I started training kids. I made my own brands like called fast lane training, uh, just to kind of be at the track and to help. But to uh, kind of step away from the riding side, see if sure. I can help others. And while doing that, I, I kind of partnered up with my, I call him my brother, uh, Kyle Swanson, mm-hmm. another privateer from here that I looked up to. He was like the pro when I first started and I was riding C-Class, like Kyle was the man. Um, he let me in with him and he has Kyle's group training and we just kind of together, we made the crew. Mm-hmm. So I went up to, I drove three hours almost every week to san antonio to work with him along with his kids and we kind of formed like the crew so he had his kids and he allowed me to come in and i brought some kids and we had seven kids make it to loretta's oh nice uh yeah like our first year kind of doing it we had seven make it um i've made some great friendships so these kids now uh the parents like they follow me and they make like they come to my races i go you know like they follow me it's i i'm able to go to their races and support their kids like it's been a very eye-opening thing for me. So this summer, I'm going to go back and start doing that. What, what, you know, once I get home and get my feet settled again, um, it's a great way for me to kind of not step away, but to be mm-hmm. a part and to further what I know to others. Right. Oh, that's good. So it's a little, little rewarding. Make yourself a little bit of money and all that. You know, like yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's it's yeah. really good. Right. It really helps me. I get to stay at the tracks. You know, like I'm at the tracks. Yep. If I want to ride, I can ride. If I don't. Yep. Uh, it just helps me make some money, but it helps me show my passion. It makes me feel like I'm on this earth to do something, like for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. It. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's cool. So, how do you find these? How do you find these people? How do how does how does people get a hold of you for this? Um, I have my own uh, my Instagram. I have an Instagram for it, Fast Lane Training. Uh, okay. Uh, that people can follow me and and I try to update that, or I will update it on my regular Instagram and kind of tie them together. Okay. Um, yeah, and we got me and Kyle have a couple uh, things going to go on. We're gonna get a couple camps together, and then uh, yeah, I kind of just go from there. Um, okay, awesome. It's a great deal, man. Like I, I really needed it this last summer. Kyle, Kyle really helped me, like mentored me to do it, and to, he's one of the best I've seen with kids. Like he knows every kid like differently. Yep. But like I was so excited. Like I never felt what I felt for these kids when they made it to the Reddas and mm-hmm. like their families were like, thank you so much. Like it made me almost want to cry at times yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. I felt like I was doing something for the right reasons. So I kind of heard that. I think it was maybe through Kiefer. Were you thinking of maybe hanging it up a little bit? Was that oh, it? never. Okay. Never. All right. Okay. All right. No, no, I thought no I, I'm never. Like, I thought I heard that about you last year a little bit. Okay. No, I was, I was struggling like with just, my riding and I just didn't yep. feel very good. Okay. Like I was going through an injury last year and then 
I finally got going, and it was just like end of the season. So I was like, hey, you know what? I kind of need to start figuring out my my roots. Like, you know, I can't go race outdoors. Mm-hmm. Like my, you know, we're not gonna have enough money to do that and try to race Supercross. So right. let me see what I can do. So I started trying to dig my roots and make. I wanted to make a following, but make something that I was proud of and I could build off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took off and it was amazing. It's been amazing. Uh, it's cool to like Houston. I had all my kids come mm-hmm. like all my family is like, dude, my pit was packed all day. It was amazing. Oh, good. Good to hear. Hey, why, uh, why gas gas for you? What, uh, what's the reasoning behind that and the support <laughs> for that and all that? So I go through, uh, TJ cycles, uh, KTM Husqvarna, um, dealership out of Austin, Texas. And they're amazing, mm-hmm. amazing people. Family order, family ran uh, dealership. They're amazing to me, uh-huh. and I just wanted a change of something. I wanted okay. something different, but everything was like the, going to the new gen. Like everything, like I had, yep. wasn't going to fit. So I like red. I was on Honda before, so we're like, hey, everything fits on the gas gas twenty three. Like, why don't we kind of go there? And they're a little bit cheaper. So I went there, and I was so glad I did. I have all the parts that I had already swapped mm-hmm. over. It feels just like at home. So it was really the best move. And I like red more. So red just makes, I don't know. It makes <laughs> Yeah. It you're just like, cool. I'll pick the, I'll pick the red one. Um, yeah. Like orange. Like I, I liked the orange, but I didn't like it that much. Yeah. And it kind of grew on me, but now red, I'm like, dude, you, my you were on KTM so at one point, right? You were on KTM. Yeah. yeah. KTM for four years. Right. Right. So, um, um, how's the contingency? Is that, I was like, you should be on a Cowie. All you guys, Cowie. So, so <laughs> that's what's been in the talks with me. Like, like I, dude, even talking to like other riders, like Carnell, you know, yeah. like, he's like, dude, Cow, Cowie's crazy good. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean crazy good? And he was telling me, and I'm like, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three hundred, three hundred bucks to make a night show. I think. Yeah, I mean, dude, that goes so much. That goes so far. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's I, your entry, right? Cow- there's your, there's your entry every week, paid for. Yeah, already, you know, they, they up the pay. 450 pays way better. True, yep. So that helps, but, like, it's so much different. Like, being on 450 I've, and being on my own, I've kind of learned how to, like, kind of not market my – yeah, market and, like, the mm-hmm. brand. Yep. Kind of figure it out. So, like, while racing, I've, you know, I've figured out how to, like, market and kind of get things where you need them to be. Nice. No, that's good. Uh, you talked to Kiefer quite a bit, I, I think, from what I know. Uh, is he help you yep. out? Yep. He helps me when I need uh, bike, I have some, bike I, stuff. Like yeah, when I have some bike stuff I have going on, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. He's yep. busy, so I try to give him his space. <laughs> and we uh, I talk to Aiden. He's ripping now. He's yeah. He's killing it. He's on troll uh, training now. He's troll train guy now. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. I think I need to honestly get on troll train. So yeah, look at it. it's working. That's what you know. That's what Har- uh, Harlan's doing. I, I know think Henry Miller's doing. Yeah. I mean, and they're killing it. Like honestly, like. You just got to be self-motivated, Lane. That's it. Which you are, you know. I just, it's just been so, like, the, I like that this, the, being able to have the program. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll do this and this, where they're like, hey, we're doing this, this, and this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of helps so you don't have to think. Right. But, um, yeah, the troll train's been killing it. That's what, uh, Alex is doing a really good job there. I honestly might need to go that way for next year. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of that, your buddy Grant Harlan, speaking of troll training and all that, I- I've been so impressed with him, FXR rider, uh, of course. And, like, 
dude, he's he's reached a new level. Did you see that coming uh, in the preseason? So, um, I lo- I like Grant. I got to get close to him this year in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, right after he did the World Supercross, when we when we started, because I got a little bit later of a start, and he was already moving. Mm-hmm. He was already kind of like. He was busting out 20-minute motos before the season. I'm, dude, 450 for me at first. Huh. I was like, okay, if I could go eight minutes, like, I'm good. <laughs> so, like, that was a big deal for me. And then, like, he's out there busting 220s during the day. And, like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, I saw it coming, and then it was cool to be a part, like, to be riding with him. And then to see it happen to A1. And then, like, you just see the switch, you know? Like, it, they turn on. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like, think I it's feel a – like I'm fluttering mine, and I'm trying to get to where they are. Like they, they've been killing it. I feel like guy like him and a guy like you, like you get in the first one, you get in the second one, you start expecting to be there, you start knowing the pace, you know the intensity you got to be at. You know, it's a it's a whole thing, and it, and it's a building block. And you haven't built to the main yet, like he has. But once you do, then you start you know building every week, and you're like, well, now I know what I need to do, and I know the intensity the level I need, and until you do it, though, you don't quite know. Yep, that's where we are, Steve. And uh, I kind of came into this year. I came into this year as a transition year already. So, like I told myself, I said, "Okay, well, I don't have very much time on a 450. This is all new. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get it ready for like next year. Let's let's already start this process, so we kind of know where we need to be here. Like we have a base mm-hmm. of something. I had no base. I had nothing." <laughs> Like everything's been new. Like I didn't even have clamps on my bike last year. Like I have X tricks now. Like yeah. I have like there's so many different things I've done, and it was like okay, well let's just kind of see how it goes. And then we did a one. We're like oh, well this was the right move. So yeah, it's been it, it you, you know results wise you know you can't really say like oh you've got tenth in the LCQ you got eighth, like, but like in the heat race I was running tenth. I was right behind Justin Hill. So right. it's like. It was more of a transition year, and I've had so much fun doing it. I just need to bust through those doors, and so I'm doing everything I can. And I know once I do it, I'll be. I hope to be just like them and just start figuring it out. Yeah, no, I think you'll get there, man. Keep keep grinding, keep working hard. Um, thank you for doing this. Appreciate it, Lane. Uh, and uh, nice to see you in the 450 class. And you got five more, so let's let's get it in there. Well, it really got six, man. I'm, I'm more excited about your race too. So. <laughs> That's true, right? There'll be some yeah, money. You know, there'll be some money up for grabs for that one too. Man, it's just crazy, you know. Like even like, like how you had money all the way to last last year. It was this cool? Like how much you worked? Like they allowed you to do it. How much yeah. you promoted and how much you helped us? Like people don't understand how much that goes. Like yeah, people are like, well, I don't know about how helping you. I only have a hundred, like two hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, that gets me down the road pretty far. <laughs> Like, my program isn't like it. Dude, it's been like I had my race bike broke. I was on a practice bike all year. Like, I've done mm-hmm. everything that where you think it would phase, him, phase me, where it would have last year. And this year, it's just like, hey, let's just run it, go. Yeah. Well, good. Good to hear. Uh, awesome, man. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for the time. Good luck the rest of the year. Um, and we'll uh, we'll touch base at some point and get, uh, get you more information about this Yamaha LCQ race. So, thanks, Lane. Yes, thank you. Thank you for everything. That's Lane Shaw on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Regardless of how stress-free and easy social media models make travel look, we all know how bad it can suck. Between the delays, the long lines, and all of that, uh, the last thing you want to deal with is a broken handle, jam zipper, wonky wheel on any kind of roller bag. 
Whether you're traveling for work, pleasure, or simply hauling the kids to the never-ending sporting events, check out Zools. Zools was born from an extensive background in the luggage and moto industry. I know the owner of Zools, Chad Zulian, great guy, and uh, great product as well. I have some Zools bags uh, as well. Pulp23 is the code to save. Let Zools help pack your passion. Thank you to uh, Zools for coming on board this privateer pod. Seat Concepts as well. Proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts, Seat Concepts offers a wide variety of seat options from stylish replacement covers to complete seats, as well as various height and width profiles. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation designed to provide unmatched support and impact damping to the rider. Motocross, Supercross, Off-Road, Seat Concepts uh, has something for you. Code is PulpMX23. PulpMX23 at SeatConcepts.com to save. So thank you to uh, Zools and uh, Seat Concepts. Namira. Roost, Firepower, Maxxis Tires, all on board. Uh, and let's start to uh, talk to the next privateer, shall we? Away we go. All right, next up on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Pod, a fan favorite and uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, happy to have him on the show, for the, I think, for the first time. Logan Carnell. What's up, Carnell? How are you, man? What's up, dude? How's life? Uh, it's good. I should say for the first time this year. Uh, we've we've done a yeah, few of these. Uh, you've been in studio for the Pulp Show, and uh, yeah, you're a regular. Um, what's uh, what's happening? You getting ready for Atlanta? Yeah, got a good bit of riding in this week. Yesterday and today, I've been riding out at um, WW Ranch. They got a pretty nice, pretty nice super cross track out there, and been putting in a shit ton of laps the last couple of days. And I'll be honest, I'm absolutely exhausted right now. Uh-huh. But let's fucking do this thing. Yeah, why not, man? Um, Speedways, not your favorites. I think you tweeted or Instagrammed them last year that you were not a Speedway yeah. fan, but we got to turn that attitude around. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I need to come in with a different mindset to Atlanta. I mean, I mean, a couple of years ago when they had, like, the, the three races, they actually got pretty good there. I mean, Daytona this year, too. I, I almost won the LCQ. That kind of surprised me. Um, but, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, got a little bit of outdoor riding in, too, so hopefully – work on the speeds a little bit i mean even like glendale this weekend like with it being kind of a faster paced track i kind of struggled a little bit but we'll be all right it seems like and again you know we're buddies so i can tell you this it seems like you you've been hot and cold this year um if you make the main you're like you know we'll talk about your finishes in the main and all of that but you either ride really good and you're in the main and you kind of cruise to an lcq win or you cruise in the top four or whatever and it's no problem or like you're like eighth or ninth and you never challenge. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like you're – yeah, am I right? Like you're on or you're on or you're off and it's not good. Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, ever since Oakland, I feel like I've kind of turned my season around. I mean, obviously I haven't made the last couple of mains, but mm-hmm. the beginning of the season was, was, was pretty rough for me and I couldn't really pinpoint it. I think coming out at A1 and you know, qualifying like, I don't know what I qualified like 31st or something and straight up getting like mm-hmm. uh, 13th or something in the LCQ just kind of, I think it kind of just set me in that direction. Like I started to kind of believe that like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not a main event guy. And then <laughs> I kind of, I mean, dude, at Houston, I straight up got like 17th in the LCQ. I just, I couldn't pass <laughs> anybody. Dude, right. at that point I was like, just contemplating life. I was like, what <laughs> is going on? Because the guys that are making the mains, like I can beat these guys. Yeah. And then uh, Oakland came around, and I rode a lot better at Oakland. I think I ended up, I think I ended up sixth, sixth or seventh in the LCQ there, and I just rode good. Like I was kind of riding with like Harlan. Mm-hmm. I think he had a, a bit of an off day that day, but I mean I was riding pace with him and like Tristan and 
kind of put myself in good situations and i was like all right and then i came into the next race uh arlington got a really really good start in the lcq and just straight up rode it in and then that kind of once you say i mean confidence is a crazy thing like people don't understand like once you get a good result then you start to believe like that's where you should be and you're more aggressive on the starts because you know you're better than these guys and like just all the little things like it starts to add up like i uh i made three main events in a row there Mm -hmm. and i've missed the last two i believe but yeah we're working on it man it's it's tough did you have um you know you were last year you had a really nice breakout season um yeah did you have a a bad off not a bad off season but a different off season did you feel coming in anaheim one like you weren't as ready as you were last year i mean last year we had the whole sponsorship thing you jumped classes you started 250s and you went to 450s so it's maybe not apples to apples but did you feel coming in anaheim one like you were ready you were on point your speed was good or, or was it a little, looking back you're like eh maybe not i did i mean honestly i did i did feel pretty good coming into a1 uh I, I mean, I had some tough practice days, but usually I kind of show up on Saturdays. And the first couple Saturdays, I did not show up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just you kind of just send you kind of in a in a roller coaster ride of not riding good. So, but yeah, I think I'm going to get this shit figured out for the last few races. I, I mean, other than Atlanta, I, I I tend to do really well at the, at the last few, and yep. pretty excited for that. Hopefully, coming to the Pulp race too and make some money on that, which would be sweet. And hopefully, yeah. on the season strong. Yeah, I know absolutely. Uh looking forward to having you having you in the race Friday at uh, before Denver. Unless we get Gale Force wins and we'll move it to Salt Lake again. Um, <laughs> that shit was insane. It, it, it really was. Yeah, it was nutty. Uh we also talked about when you gotten into the mains. Um you know, almost always somebody DNFs, some factory ride crash, factory rider <laughs> crashes out, and it just never happens when you just 22 22 22 for car now in the mains. Yeah, always. Dude, we got to have a <laughs> I forget who, who who the stat guy is. Clinton. Um, Clinton. Dude, I, has that ever happened before? Three three main events, three twenty seconds, and I did the laps. Yeah, what that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back and look. It's definitely a tough one. Um, it, it doesn't dude, normally it's just happen. The way my season- just the way my season's been going. Yeah, no, it happens uh, for sure. Hey, um, uh, the OnlyFans thing you picked up this year, of course. Uh, how's that going? What's there? What's been there? response to you know your guy that you you talked to over there and i i know we you and i talked a little bit about this at indy uh down in the stadium but tell our, our listeners a little bit like what's what's their reaction and how's it been going with the only fans they're 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 pumped i mean they're getting a lot of publicity i feel like i'm doing a, a pretty good job promoting them and actually just came out with some only fans merch and see a lot of people walking around hopefully with that at the races so they're pretty pumped on that uh, but yeah, everything with them has been going as planned. Been making my posts. I'm contracted to make a certain amount of posts and stuff on mm-hmm. their OnlyFans, and you know, pretty much run everything by them. Just make sure everything's cool with you know little things, helmet wraps, graphics, everything. But yeah, they're they're super stoked on everything that I've been doing, and I'm very 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 grateful to have them in my corner. It's it's badass. Do they do they care much about your results? Have they, have, have, you know, obviously you're like, hey, I made three mains, I didn't make it this week. There's more to your your presence at the races than results. We all know that. Uh, so big social following. You're a good guy. You're funny. You're personable. All the stuff that a sponsor would like. But do they do they seem to get on you about results at all? No, never, never once really. <laughs> okay, all right, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even when I signed signed my deal with them, yep, uh, results was was never even talked about okay uh more kind of just based off my social following and, yep you know, 
trying to get more eyes on on their company and it's pretty cool too because they're pretty much sponsoring like all motorsports athletes now and mma fighters and you know they're trying to they're trying to change their image yeah well that's another thing like and i didn't really kind of realize this either to be honest like i was kind of in in your in your boat um we think of it as an adult uh sex site for chicks and but it's not it's much more than that right um and i think i think that's a little bit of a stigma that you know they gotta overcome and and you tell people that too like i mean you're on there but it's not like you're yeah. you're getting naked for people on OnlyFans. <laughs> so you know yeah for sure i mean i, I mean only fans was initially made for following like you know fans of athletes and entrepreneurs and you know business people and stuff like that and you know girls obviously found a bit of a loophole there to have a little subscription to to do their thing but they're trying to change that stigma and trying to use it more just as like a normal social media platform so it's similar to like instagram and facebook and stuff like that and for just a flat fee and actually if you see like all the other uh social media outlets are kind of jumping on board with that i mean i think twitter's doing it now instagram's doing it now and yeah yeah i think they they got something figured out over there and hopefully more people jump on board yeah i saw the nhl is advertising their only fans account you know what i mean like hey we have an only fans oh, account really? like it's with twitter it's with everything so yeah that's awesome you know they're just embracing it a little bit right yeah um, definitely um that's awesome it's really good to see that you know you've you've parlayed this into something that, that that's working out well uh does it bum you out the supercross people don't really embrace it they're not they've they don't mention only fans <laughs> like have you talked to anybody uh with any sort of power about that or anything um well they don't like to say it on the tv broadcast right that's pretty sure uh they don't like saying it on race day live and i i guess i can't really throw anybody under the bus but someone there i know was basically said they they shouldn't say it yeah um, yeah no it's obvious right but yeah what but yeah. I, I mean if they if, i mean really like why can they not say only fans and they can say twitter i mean you can see the same shit on twitter as you yeah, can no. on OnlyFans if you're looking for it right you're not just gonna jump on only fans website and and see porn <laughs> like, no. you, you have to be looking for it but yeah i don't think they're too stoked on it they haven't they, they never like gave me any crap about it they never approached me and said they didn't like it or nothing like that i mean i think they're just trying to keep their distance a little bit from it um yeah no that's why i kind of led with the fact that this is not just an adult only you know sex site that's why i wanted to get yeah. that out there so you haven't really talked to anybody about it like hey man can you this let me educate you or let me let me let me, let me tell you about the other things about it have you have you tried or no yeah no no they've been They've been. They haven't said anything to me, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather, rather not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. What's uh, what's your plan for the summer? What do you want to do? Oh man, I'm gonna buy a new boat. Wow, that's the first plan, yeah, dude. Yeah. Rolling in. It. <laughs> I want to buy like yeah, a bit nicer little wake boat. So I bought my first little wake boat last summer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, me and some buddies, we had we had so much fun on that thing. So I'm gonna sell that one, get a new one. Have some fun this summer. Probably just hit some local little fair races, make some money, and you know, keep up on the OnlyFans stuff, and yep. just enjoy myself. Go to some nationals, drink some beers, watch some of my friends, <laughs> and nice. then uh, yeah, come beginning of September, get back at it for next year, hopefully. Right. Uh, do you feel like so? You mentioned you know started off rough. Oakland got better. Three main events in a row. You're more in the mix. Uh, did you change anything to do that? Like, it, or did you just sort of? start being like just ride like you know you can't did you yeah, do I, yeah i changed 
absolutely nothing. Okay. All right. <laughs> just just a couple results, and then once you start believing yeah. it, like I said, and yeah, it's it's crazy what some confidence can do. And my starts have been quite a bit better. I struggled on them. Uh, kind of got together with car rate going down the straightaway this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked on some starts with the best starter to ever live, and that's helped me out a shit ton. Really, the eight hundred. Number eight hundred. He where'd you helped you at down in Florida? Yeah. Nice. What was that like? Yeah, Mike. Mike's been a good buddy of mine for a while, and he was yep. out at the track and just just showed me a couple little things that I was doing wrong, and uh, it it helped out so much. And like, I, I usually go to like the inside because I was always a bit not confident on the starts, and like I yeah. catch myself like going to the middle yeah. of the like right next to the box and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, that's a good. Because I'm starting to feel more confident in my starts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, dude, the 800 is behind you. That that's you're you're golden. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud of me too. Like every time I rip a good start, oh, really? I, rip, I rip the whole shot in L, uh, back-to-back weekends in the LCQ, and I immediately had a text from him, which was which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he's just like stoked on life, right? Oh hell yeah! Kick back, eating some ice cream, whatever Mike's doing. Right, and, right. Um, you know, it's it's funny. You were in the position last year a little bit of like what Cartwright and Harlan is now. Um, they're riding great. They're a couple of guys. I mean, we knew who you were. We knew who those guys were, but they've really stepped it up kind of where you were last year after your whole sponsorship debacle and, and all of that. But um, I know the Islanders, you guys like to stick together. Uh, those They've really been yeah. riding well, those two. Dude, it like pisses me off. Like Josh – Josh and Grant, I mean, they're some of my really good friends. Josh, probably one of my best friends, I call him. But, okay. man, I'm just getting so pissed off at him. Like, <laughs> and, like, every time he comes over and I get, like, six in the LCQ, he walks over to me right after. I'm like, dude, I'm so sick of saying good job to because I'm just getting pissed myself now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, right? I, no, he, he's riding up. amazing. Like, yeah. I mean, all the guys are. Grant and I tell you what, Grant had a hell of a weekend this weekend if he would have stayed up. But, man. <laughs> He is rolling. Benny said he just saw him in the in the corner ahead of him just bounce off his bike into the net. That was it. Just, <laughs> oh, dude, been there. Not yeah, fun. No, no, no doubt, right? Uh, Logan Carnow on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. Thank you to the folks at Firepower, firepowerparts.com. Uh, you using Firepower, aren't you? Aren't you using Firepower? Yeah. Yeah, great uh, products. Great yeah, company. Too. Yeah, they're, they're re- on it. Really great guys. And uh, chains uh, made in Japan, batteries, uh, featherweight lithium batteries. Uh, they got oil now. They got a whole launch, bunch of hard parts. Check them out, firepowerparts.com. Roost MX as well, 48-hour turnaround for those guys. Graphics, anything you need. Uh, they make pit shirts. They make wraps for e-bikes. They make pit canopies, roostmx.net. The code is Pulp Nation to save with Roost MX. Please check them out. Chris and Christina doing great things there, and they've supported the sport in a long, long way, many, many ways. So thank you to the folks at Firepower, Maxis, Zools, Roost MX, Seat Concepts, and Namira Technologies all on board uh, with us well for this show. Um, you mentioned Florida earlier, Logan. Uh, you've been basing yourself out of there? Yep, yep. Like I said, one of my buddies lives in uh, just south of Jacksonville mm-hmm. and uh, just been doing some riding over WW Ranch. I've been able to get into uh, Jack Chambers' place and ride with Starling out there a little bit, Okay, but it's, uh, it's a bit of a hike to go ride out there for the day, but uh yeah it kind of just honestly just kind of keeps me out of trouble <laughs> like instead of going home and you know having fun with some of my buddies and when i can't ride and yeah. all that yes yeah. but yeah coming down here it's good 
Yeah, kind of, straight. kind of, kind of focused, right? A little bit. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like I'm here for a reason, right? So right, like, right. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. You, you like to have fun. We know that. You know, you like I said for all the reasons that OnlyFans are part of your program. Um, <laughs> yeah. But do you, yeah? Do you feel like maybe some people don't realize you take it this seriously, or some people just think you're there to do wheelies down the start straight and then promote OnlyFans? <laughs> like you know, there's a little bit of that uh, out there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, and I'm sure most people don't think I do a damn thing. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I've put in a lot, a lot of laps just the last couple of days, which, I mean, people don't see. And I, I don't talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm, you know, not somebody that's going to post that I'm on a run or yeah. on a road bike ride. Because I'll be honest, my dog doesn't give a fuck. So <laughs> I kind of just, just do my thing. Yeah, your posts are more and... your posts are more like, hey, I'm having fun. I'm selling merch. I'm wheeling. You know, that's your that's your image <laughs> on social, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, how's the merch going? How is that? Dude, amazing. I, yeah. The reason, yeah, we're doing this call a bit later, I just, about 30 minutes ago, finished doing all my orders. Me and my buddy Tony, who's my right-hand man, helping me out with everything. We just, yeah, about three and a half hours it took us to get all the orders and shipping them out first thing in the morning. But, dude, the merch is crazy. Like, I feel like I'm starting to build, like, a little fan base, and mm-hmm. people are kind of, like, jumping on board and it, it's crazy like it i'm making a, a nice little chunk of change off all these merch drops and it helps helps out a ton yeah that's awesome good for you i know we were talking about it again in indy i i do merch but i don't push it that hard I'm, i don't you know i'm not as popular as you let's say i don't have the come on what i'm just saying like yeah i don't have the whatever fo- what do whatever followers you got on instagram you probably double my followers i mean um so how do you design this? How do you decide what to do? How do you decide on quantities and all of that? And, and what's been, what's been the biggest hit for your merch? That's yeah, that's tough. That's something I've kind of had to learn. Yeah. Like smalls and mediums don't sell very good. And then you got the bigger guys that always want like a three X, four X. And I try to get some of those and then those don't sell. And it's tough. You kind of just, you kind of just got a bunch of larges, a bunch of XLs and, mm-hmm. And yeah, and then you sometimes you start shit, and sometimes you're not. What about the designs? Who does that for you? Yeah, so I have a guy that's sponsoring me um, for for Salt Lake City. He owns a tattoo shop in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And he's been doing my last three or four drops for me, I believe. So mm-hmm. he's, he's an amazing drawer. He's good on Photoshop and stuff like that. And I kind of just throw out some ideas, like the last one. I was like, maybe do like beer porn on something, and he was like, what about a beer porn on? your number plate mm-hmm. i was like that could be cool <laughs> and that one actually was a was a huge huge hit that one's that one's going like crazy right now and yeah i owe a lot love i owe a lot to that guy he's he's hooking it up you've i've noticed you've had some different sponsors on your front fender some different companies and different people stepping yeah. up how do you go about that how, how does that work for you and how do you go about that yeah so i did that last year a bit mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty cool because a lot of the people that supported me actually saw an uptick in their business or the girls who sponsored me last year and stuff like that so i wasn't planning on doing it and then a few rounds into the series i was like why don't i mean there's nothing there so why not just sell them and i just made a little post and actually like sold my whole for the rest of the series in like the first 24 hours i had that posted which was really cool you know that helps with uh like flights and fuel and shit like that and and it's cool for them too and to see an uptick in their business so it's pretty sweet you know what I like about you, Carnell? Well, there's a lot of things I like about you. You're a good guy, but I, you're you're a hustler. Thanks, Steve. There's a lot of privateer guys that are that sit there and go, "Ah, oh, woe is me, Feld's screwing me, this guy screwed yep. me." Like 
all this kind of stuff, and, and some of it's true. Feld can be better with privateers. You know, they've upped the purse money, all that, all that kind of stuff. I want to give them some credit, but they can be better. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys that kind of just sit there and complain, and they just, woe is me. And there you are, you know, making things happen, being aggressive. Now you've got the personality for it. You have the following for it. But I like that. Instead of complaining, you're trying to make it work for you. You got to like, yeah, you got to go outside the sport. I mean, if you simply only rely on the purse money to go racing, you're not going to make shit. And I know guys that, that do that and they do cry wolf about Feld and stuff like that. Like if you want to make money, pick up the phone, call some sponsors, call some businesses. Like mm -hmm. it's, it, I mean, you're, you're going to find sponsors and it's going to help. So I don't, you, yeah, I guess you kind of got to be a hustler. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, I think that there's, there's something to be said for that, making it work instead of just complaining. Which, I mean, things can be better. Things aren't perfect. I'm the first one to bitch about, you know, promoters, you know. But. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, though, they even, they even upped the purse this year, too. I mean, yep. I mean, I got, like, fifth in the LCQ and made almost $2,000, which was which was sweet. Right. I mean, that's that went up, like, crazy. And the 250 class especially, I mean, that shit's almost doubled. Yeah. And there's just no way anybody can come to your pit at the Supercross and, and buy merch. There's just no way. We know that. No. 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 Absolutely cannot. Do not go to your pit with money. Looking to buy merch. Not going to happen. God forbid a privateer makes a couple hundred bucks on race day. For, forget about that, folks. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you to folks at FXR and Race Tech. By the way, FXR, uh, Pulpamex30 is the code yeah. to save with those guys. You were FXR Army. Uh, O'Neill snagged you up. How's that going? <laughs> no, it's great. I'm just enjoying the ride, dude. I'm oh, here we go. Time, you but... sound like the other guy. You sound like the, you sound like the 140. <laughs> Just drop it. You can't tell me that gear that just dropped doesn't look good. No, it's good looking stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Frank and Mark taking care of you there. They, 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 you've enjoyed that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I mean, it's super cool. And they're like all for anything edgy, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. Yep. With you know, girls and like little things like that, that are, that are marketable and they're, they're all for that. But FXR was absolutely amazing. I actually sat down and had lunch with Brad at the race. Um, Brad and Josh, their stuff was absolutely amazing too. And I, yeah. I actually told Brad, I was like, dude, don't. I would always, always, always talk highly. You guys, you guys were amazing. It yep. was great. But yeah, O'Neill's good too. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I just wanted, yeah, because you were FXR guy for a few years. So, um, hey, I was talking to Julian at PRMX. Of course, they had a random teardown. <laughs> I'm sure you heard about this random, totally random teardown after Hunter Yoder pulled some starts. What uh, What do you think about that? Is was that random or was that actually a team? No, it was random. They they was random because they didn't get. Yeah, yeah, they were told it was random. They didn't get any money from it. You know, there was no official protest. If there's an official protest and they win, they get the money from it. Um, right. So it was. I was wondering that if well, Yoder was going to pocket anything off that. It, I'm sure. Maybe. Oh, I'm not sure. But I wouldn't be surprised if a team put it in the ear of the AMA. But I've not seen a random teardown in a long, long yeah. time. And um, I think Bar-X did it too, though, I heard. Bar-X also got torn down. But uh, anyways, they got me thinking about one of the first times I met you and did a podcast with you. And you went up to Riviera de Loup with PRMX. Yeah. Crushed that series. Um, <laughs> that that stuff's insane. Like I know from buddies that race there, all the fans and everything else. And, oh, and then I, yeah. I heard a story of you having a Harley in the bar. Um, <laughs> you know, not in the bar. I rode the Harley out on the track. Oh, I thought it was in the bar. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> no, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> well, what I'm saying <laughs> no, is like, I... would you go do that again? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So Paul Tabo 
actually is, is he's the main promoter of uh, Riviera de Loop. I actually just was on the phone with him last week. He called me and asked if I wanted to do it. Uh-huh. But I actually have a wedding that weekend, so I'm not going to be able to go, which I'm pretty pissed about. But okay, it's going to be a good time. I know like Cartwright and them guys are going up there, and they'll, they'll have a blast. Uh, absolutely. It is, One of the more, most insane is, races, right? So much fun. I mean, the race is fun, but the nightlife after is <laughs> pretty damn good, too. <laughs> no, I heard. Uh, anything new in the chick department for you? No, dude. Fully single. Wow. What's that like? Honestly, dude, I've kind of been off my game lately. I'm just... Uh, I'm just fucking doing me like I'm not, you know, I mean, some girls hit me up every once in a while, but I I haven't been going out. I mean, I've only went out, I think, after two races this year, but just I just don't really care. I'm just having fun with my boys. And okay, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm growing up. Maybe I'm gay. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Right. I mean, I've, I've seen some DMs of riders like chicks. Like nowadays, like, look, I'm old as shit and I'm married and it's all over for me. But I, I, I've seen these chick, I've seen some of these riders and they're like, dude, check this out. And there will just be oh, chicks yeah. in DMs being like, hey, man, I'm at the race. Uh, let's let's meet up. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, they, they'll, they'll, they'll throw out some nasty messages if they know right. you're a racer. It's right. crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how are you not taking advantage of this? Dude, I don't know. I just maybe, maybe you're gay. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you're maybe gay. Maybe I'm gay. I don't know. Maybe I need to jump back on the wagon and yeah, start doing my thing again. Maybe that's what's screwing me. Oh over. yeah, I never thought of that. It's like a slump buster. You know what? Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Good call. Well, listen. Maybe they're all there for for Mister Side. Oof. You know, dude. Side pulls. Side does. Side. Honestly, he. I shouldn't even say this publicly, but he was. We were in the press box in, in um, Glendale. And he's fully checking out chicks on the track walk, like when they let the fans down there. And he had some, he had some uh, spicy comments about ladies and what they were wearing. Very to them or to no, you? no to to us in through binoculars of chicks. Okay. Uh, yeah, like uh, I was I was very taken aback by Mister Side's aggressiveness. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. So he is confident too. Like he sees a cute girl, he's walking. And like I don't have the balls for that, but no. Mr. Side, he's he's no, confident. He, I give it to him. He is. I, you would think that, you know, being older and and having Star Wars tattoos and you know <laughs> would would just I don't know. Like and even having the pony, maybe. But has he been more confident since since the cut? No, I think it hasn't changed. I think it hasn't changed. Uh-huh. I mean, he went so over. He, was, he went over to a chick like. They were, they were, he said they were making eye contact at the next gate. A little, uh, this is four months ago or something. Did he tell you the story? Uh, I, I want to say yes, but I don't remember. He just went up to a chick who was like looking at him at the next gate and was like, hey, man, how are, hey, girl, what's up? Like, dude. At the airport? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, how do you know she wasn't like appalled by you? You know, and looking at you being and like, did that. it work? Yeah, he started talking to her a little bit. Damn. No, he's good for him, man. He's very aggressive. Maybe I need to talk to him. Yeah, maybe you need to go out with him, man. <laughs> he's he puts it out there. He's not scared. I respect it. Yeah, it's so. I mean, you know what? Like, I can't believe that Carnell needs to take advice from Mister Side on chicks. But. I'm gonna call him as soon as we hang up this phone and get some advice. From right. Him. right. I, like I said, man, I've been yeah. off my game. Right. Uh, so you've been riding in Florida. Uh, the 800's been showing you some start lessons. And uh, who else do you ride with down there? Um, like, I know you said you drive a little bit to Starling and, and, uh, and Chambers, but that's a little ways. 
Yeah, I try to get out there. I've rode out there a couple times, but uh, I pretty much ride with Tristan Lane a lot. Okay. Um, he, he rides he rides over at uh, at WW as well. A uh, couple other like futures kids. Um, this Dawson Riker kid, he's a uh, he's pretty good. Qualifies for like nationals and stuff. Um, and yeah, we have a fun little group. Okay. And uh, yeah, I love it down here. I like uh, I like um, I like Tristan. Really good kid. So good dude like probably like the nicest human being i've ever met in my entire life right like you can't no you can't not like tristan no it's impossible he's really polite he's really nice he always thanks me you know oh, yeah. yeah dude the guy's just, it's unbelievable um he's great have you uh okay so do we have any updates on your disastrous sponsorship guy from last year like i know he's an ohio <laughs> local and some of the locals weren't happy with him he had a shop yeah. or he had some like is there any updates on this that he is he is uh experienced a, a little rougher time in life trying to help riders out because of what he did i'll be honest i haven't i haven't really seen anything of him in the last few months but uh you know, I was I was I was kind of a dick to him because uh, he goes to the local tracks and yep. stuff like that. So yep. you told me that, yeah. You know, I know everybody at the local tracks, and sometimes make his life a little more difficult. And yeah, he deserves it. He's a yeah. complete piece of shit. I mean, he still owes me a lot of money that I'll never see, but yep. is what it is. I mean, I can't say it enough. That could not have been a better thing for me. No. doing that right. No, it's made my social media go up. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm with a multi-billion-dollar company now. It's mm. maybe, insane. Maybe you staged this whole thing, Carnell. <laughs> you staged the U-Haul. Right. You staged the U-Haul. Yeah. You staged all of that. Um, That's hey, just a good marketing move. Yeah, that is. That's fantastic. <laughs> what about uh, what about your bike setup? You changed much from last year? Uh, you've been on Cowies for a little bit. Um, you changed anything? No, pretty much the same setup I've been on stock motors still. Okay. Um, I had a guy reach out to me that was going to actually do both my motors for me, but I had never rode a mod 450, and I didn't want it to be a bit too much for me. I think at this point I could use a um, uh, the hell is a little computer on the front? Got him drawing a blank. An ECU. An ECU. An yeah. ECU. Yeah. Yeah. I think that could help. I mean, I run race fuel. Yep. Got an exhaust. Yeah, there, there's no doubt an ECU would, would be all you need. That You don't even need motor work for a guy like yeah. you. But you should try an ECU. Hit up Truman. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I don't know Truman very well. Oh, you you and, oh, you and Truman would get along really, really? good. Yeah. All yeah, right, absolutely. Um, I'll have to slide in the DM, see if he can hook me up a little bit. Tell him tell him I said it. Tell him I, I sent you there. Um, okay, Hey, and by the way, speaking of Mr. Side, too, I meant to bring this up, too. The uh, K-Boos, the OnlyFans chick, he, she was at a race. And, and Mr. Side, of course, of course, got the photo and posted it on social. There's just no... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. The chick with the big boobs? Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> he just was with an- no he was with another girl, too, in, in Indy. Oh, dude, that's what he does. Yeah. Man, dude, that's awesome. Good for him. His yep. life has just been nothing but an upward trajectory <laughs> since he left that chick. And, and cut the pony. Like you look at his <laughs> look at his life since he cut the pony. It's been it's he like looks, a rocket. Yeah. He looks so much better. Yeah, except for the Star Wars tattoos. Yeah. We might have to burn those off. <laughs> burn those off or something. <laughs> uh, however the hell you get rid of tattoos. Yeah, no, I know. No, I, I have no idea either. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Uh Logan Carnell on the FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Um, thanks, man. Anything else? Do you want to talk do you want to thank anybody? Do you want, do you want to talk anything? Did I miss anything? 
Uh, just some of my main, my main sponsors, obviously OnlyFans. They've stepped up, done crazy for me this year. Uh, Onio Gear, TCD Suspension, um, Rabbit Savior. Uh, he's a guy who's helping out a bunch of privateers. Great guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody else that helps me out, I have a whole list of sponsors, and it's it's really really cool the program I was able to build for myself this year and couldn't do it without all the people that got my back and yeah it's it's awesome so you don't have any desire like you drive to the races right you 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 uh, i've actually been flying oh okay you flew i thought you flew uh, to a couple but i thought you mostly drive no i'm i'm driving to atlanta because it's only five hours yeah. but i mean for the most part i've i've been i've been flying to most of them it feels pretty cool i've never really flown to races in my entire life i've right. got a you know a couple extra phones with the merch and stuff like that i was like you know what I'm going to yeah. spoil myself a little bit. and I actually flew first class, but it was Frontier, so I don't know if that no, counts. No, that does but... not count. It does not. Okay, that whatever. Does not count. My first class was $299 round trip, which I thought was sick. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> is, that is sick. Um, <laughs> but so, like, no, like, I'm guessing I know the answer to this, Carnell, but just, you know, like, no desire to join the team. Everything's good. You're happy. You're, you've, you've, you've struck out on your own because you did ride for Julian. You know, you rode yep. for uh, Bubba Pauly. You've done that thing before. Um, yep. you call your own shots now, you do your own thing. Uh, and, and is this, is this like everything is supposed to be for you and, and you enjoy this? For sure. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to change anything. I mean, if I got approached by any decent team, I, I mean, I would say, no, I'm having so much fun. Just me, me and my best friend, Tony, just traveling around the country together and racing dirt bikes and loving life and not having to listen to what anybody else has to say and just doing our thing. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Perfect. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for the time as always, Carnell. Good luck with everything. We'll see you uh, this weekend, and we will put you in the Yamaha LCQ race as well. We still don't know how we're going to do gate picks uh, and closed pins and all that, but I think. Not closed pins. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do closed pins. pins. Right. <laughs> I think we're going to do the briefcase. We're going to have Marquier pick the starting order. Oh. I know. So if I. So is that based off qualifying or based off how the results are like will points. be leading up to that race? Yeah, based off the points because I, I, you know, I want to make the points worth something. So Marquier will have first pick if he picks the right briefcase, and you'll have fifth or whatever fifth pick. That is going to be a tense moment right there because there's a lot of money on the line. Your gate pick is going to be very critical. I know, I know. Let's well, we'll Damn. put it all on Marquier's shoulders. I might have to have a shot before that race. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing, I don't think we're doing the clothespins, and if we do, there'll be no selling of them, so you won't go broke doing that or anything else. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so, we don't need that. And no cheers, no Ryan Breeze. They're, they're, they're banned. Um, there some of the – have you announced any of the, the wild cards? I haven't. I did – oh, sorry, I have. Yeah, just one, Hunter Yoder. I'm going to put in him on a 250 oh, in there. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's good. I, I like Yoder. Uh, he's a good kid. And, uh, he is a good kid. Yeah, let's, let's give him a shot, you know, on a 250. So uh, that's one of them. I'm leaning towards uh, Hicks, kind of like him too, Arena Cross guy. Oof. So no, sorry. You man. should uh, <laughs> maybe pick like some guys who aren't quite that good to make you know our lives a little easier. But it's fine, man. <laughs> okay, Carnell, <laughs> you text me some names when we're done. Uh, okay, sweet. Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks for the time, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, yeah, good luck the rest of the way. I'm sure we'll be talking, man. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Steve. See ya.